listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two next door neighbors who love a good chat and a good cocktail. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, neighbor. Hey, neighbor. So happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. (laughs) Uh, We're on a downhill to Friday, so I think that calls for a cocktail. Absolutely. There is something incredibly summery um, and beautiful in front of me, so tell me about this. Yes. This is a um, rhubarb thyme margarita. Yum. It's it looks amazing. And it's adapted from um, Cider and Rye's website, which mm-hmm. I just discovered her. And she's a lovely website of like old fashioned kind of vintage mm-hmm. cocktails made with fresh ingredients. And mm-hmm. it's just lovely. So and she has a great Instagram feed. She does. Everything looks pretty. Mm-hmm. And she has cute cats. Mm-hmm. There you go. So um, she had a recipe where you actually make your own simple syrup with the rhubarb and thyme. So it's just mm-hmm. rhubarb, sugar time and water and you cook that all down Mm -hmm. and then you strain it through um, some cheesecloth in a Mm -hmm. strainer and then everything that falls through is the simple syrup and I just put it in a bottle with um, a sprig of thyme Mm -hmm. and that's about it and so then you mix that with tequila lime juice um, Cointreau orange liqueur or any orange liqueur that you have um, and And some lemon yeah and lemon Mm -hmm. and so that's there you have it and we just we have ours on the rocks but i'm yep. sure you could do it frozen as mm-hmm. well and it's a very pretty pink color oh and tell everyone what happens to the uh that leftover stuff that you oh. out of the cheesecloth uh-huh. so then when you <laughs> it's so awesome and she wrote about this on her website so the stuff that's in the cheesecloth still is like a nice cooked down sweet rhubarb because rhubarb is pretty tart Mm -hmm. um and it's like a little compote and so then i turned that into some crisp Mm -hmm. and brought brought you and your husband over some so that i wouldn't eat the whole pan (laughs) um and i'm just a huge rhubarb fan it's Mm -hmm. a very midwest Mm -hmm. kind of a thing and does not grow here so i just have a a soft spot in my heart so all right let's drink let's (laughs) let's try this cheers cheers Oh my gosh. I love it so much. It's so good. I'm just it, gonna, like, can we pause so I can just gulp? <laughs> it really is so good and refreshing. Okay. There's like, you know, there's a little bit of sweet mm-hmm. from the rhubarb, but mm-hmm. it's super fresh. But then there's this little, this little kick of tartness yeah. from the, from the lime and the lemon. Oh, it's so good. A little herbal with the thyme. Yes. Just mm-hmm. in there. And I've never put rhubarb with thyme, but mm, it sounded amazing and it is indeed amazing. Oh, that works. Mm-hmm. Mm. We're loving it. We may not talk. We may just gulp this yeah. entire. <laughs> and just, mm. okay. we, So we're two for two with tasty cocktails because your pineapple mojitos from last time, I yep. have made twice since you made oh. them for me. Oh, I'm so thrilled. Yeah, we had a girl's pool day mm-hmm. and then I made them for our guests that we just had in town mm-hmm. and they were a big hit both awesome. times. So. Okay, we're making up. We're, we're making doing, up. We're doing really well. <laughs> From that mint julep. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so um, with the company of this tasty summery cocktail, this isn't really a good segue, but uh, let's talk about the beast of social media. Ooh, let's do. I know, I, so, I mean, I definitely have like a love-hate relationship Mm -hmm. with social media. I love the connections that I've made and just meeting new people that I never would have met before. Mm -hmm. But it can be so exhausting to try to keep up. It can. Do you feel feel that way? Yeah, I definitely feel that way. I think it's very... um, It's easy to feel like you're missing out if you aren't connected all day long. Yes. Especially with the instant nature of information like on Twitter in mm-hmm. terms of news and pop culture and, yes. you know, events. And it's just, it feels like unless you're in the conversation all day long, you're missing out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think it's also very easy to get caught up in the comparison. Yeah. Looking at you, Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Squinty eyes at you. Yeah. <laughs> like it just feeling like you're falling short. Yeah. Like you know, doing that the whole, so I think it's very, you have to be very intentional about social media. I love it. Mm-hmm. I'll be the first one to say, like mm-hmm. we talked about last week, that's mm-hmm. totally my procrastination of yeah. choice yeah. and really inspiration. Like Pinterest mm-hmm. has made Definitely. me more creative in a lot of ways and, mm-hmm. you know, try new recipes and mm-hmm. things like that. But, um, yeah, I think you kind of have to 
like create your own little tribe and and know mm-hmm. why you're using social media yeah. to avoid some of that, not just be like, I am lost in this sea right. of yeah, exactly. You know, That's right. Information. You feel like you're lost yeah. at sea. Yeah. Um. I mean, I have definitely found new blogs, and I think I've connected with new readers for my blog through Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. I think that's been primarily the ones where I've um, found people. And actually, um, I think I told you this, but I connected with Sarah Bagley through Twitter Mm -hmm. and we struck up a conversation. I can't even remember how, but that led to finding her podcast becoming Which friends we love. yeah becoming mm-hmm. friends with her and then i'm gonna be a guest on the podcast Which is awesome yeah yeah and so um so anyway th- i think it can lead to these just really great connections but at the same time it can just feel so overwhelming yeah so um okay so in terms of the social media that we use i use facebook kind of more as a way to connect with friends that i know in real life and my family mm-hmm. but then um, I connect with friends and mostly, I think, blog readers mm-hmm. and people that are more my internet friends mm-hmm. or people or that I don't know. bloggers that you follow. Exactly. And, yeah. On Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. So is that kind of the way that you use those social media? Like, how do you use the different yeah. social media? You know, it's interesting because I, when I went to blog her two years ago, uh-huh. um, I went to a whole panel on this and I just found it fascinating because I was just starting to kind of dabble. I mean, I've been mm-hmm. using Facebook, obviously, but mm-hmm. not really sure how to incorporate yeah. all these other things. And Instagram had just come out and... Mm-hmm. Um, and they said something interesting, like know why you're on each one, like have a purpose for each one Mm -hmm. and then follow the kind of etiquette for it. So like Facebook should be more, and this is kind this is kind of what I follow and do so that Facebook should be more, um, personal, like people, you know, in real life and Mm -hmm. a way to connect and keep in touch. And Mm -hmm. so you could put things more about your kids and about, you know, your day or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. and then obviously now they've added the component of the Facebook page. Right. Which like for me, I added a Facebook page for around the book. I was going to, I think I remember Yeah, because that, that way that. I felt like people could opt in. So they weren't getting, if they wanted to like the page and be part of that, they would get right. those kind of statuses. Otherwise, like people who had no kids or were not interested right. at all didn't get inundated with that on my personal Facebook. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I like that. And that's, that's kind some, of a good way to keep it separate I was, there. I was... I've been thinking about that, like, oh, should I create a Facebook page for my blog? And I have heard that it's a great way to connect with readers in that way mm-hmm. because, um, yeah, that's just, you know, readers right now can comment on my blog, but mm-hmm. then that can be a way to even have more of an interaction or mm-hmm. they can ask a direct question right. or something like that. But then I'm just hesitant because it's like one more thing. I know. You it know? is one more thing to and keep so it's up like, with for uh, sure. Is it worth it? I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. am I missing ways to connect with people or is is that some people prefer Facebook? Right. You know? so I mean, I get, I would say like a lot of my blog traffic comes from people clicking on posts on Facebook. Oh, wow. Uh, most of it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that was what made me say like, okay, well for this other website, I feel like I need to Mm -hmm. allow some way. Plus it's nice for me to be able to like quickly share somebody else's, you know, post or some other little thing that I found a quote, whatever on, Mm -hmm. on Facebook and just have it be less formal. Like I don't Mm -hmm. have to formalize it into a blog post. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Um, but then I think like Twitter should be kind of the world at large. Like that's mm-hmm. where you can connect with Beyonce if you right. want to or what, you know, <laughs> and that's kind of the cool thing about Twitter. But because Definitely. of that, Beyonce doesn't want to know like that your kid is potty training. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> she does. Like, she does not. <laughs> like that's more to be Twitter is more of a place for like networking. Yeah. So I think of it as like a networking okay. business party or. I'm learning a lot right now. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this is what they told me at the panel. So this is what I do. I don't know if it's I'm right or not. Notes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it makes no, it makes sense. Yeah, because, like it's friendly, heard, but yeah. it's kind of a business party, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm, gotcha. I've heard people talk about, and I think this is what you're really saying too, is you know, like creating that different content for every avenue, right? And, and that's not something that I'm really doing. I'll share my posts on Twitter. I'll share my Instagram posts on Twitter. I know that that's not very exciting. Mm-hmm. I just haven't put in the time mm-hmm. to kind of curate that right. different content, right. but. I think that really makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm kind of using Twitter more to like, um, you know, connect to other articles that I found interesting or like join in a larger conversation. Like really that's what hashtags are for. Right. And can we talk about <laughs> hashtag we? abusers for can a moment? We? Tell me. Like, okay. 
A hashtag is for Telocerica. For finding related content, mm-hmm. right? So if mm-hmm. you like we hashtag things Girl Next Door podcast, right. right? And that's because then somebody could click on that mm-hmm. and find everything else. Like, oh, I want to know more. What is this exactly. Girl Next Door podcast? And then someone else you could see, not just us, but right. another right. Twitter user mm-hmm. has done it or on Instagram. Right. Or like if I am talking about the Grammys, I would hashtag Grammys mm-hmm. and everyone else who's talking about the Grammys, we're in that conversation right. together, right? Right. You can also occasionally use it for like the occasional funny ironic right the long one hashtag you know go home you're drunk or what just (laughs) something okay but can i just tell you that this is not acceptable okay to hashtag hashtag puppy hashtag cute (laughs) hashtag golden retriever no no No. unless no people unless you are like a golden retriever breeder an aficionado and you want people to know that you're part of the golden retriever conversation right right. stop hashtagging everything you don't know what it's for you're doing it wrong that's it that's my rant like it is yeah i remember a few i mean it's probably just a couple years ago like as i started to use instagram and because i was starting i mean i was a very late adopter to twitter Mm -hmm. and chris and i would just be like what is the hashtag? What is like, that pound really, sign for? Exactly. Like we did not understand at all. And it's so funny. We just like both felt so old. Like maybe we should recruit a middle school student yeah. to tell us like, what, what is going Like what does LOL on. mean? I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. So anyway, but um, okay. So hashtags aside, or maybe this influences it, but what's your favorite and least favorite social media to use and or maybe like you mentioned mm-hmm. facebook has been like useful to you for your blog or mm-hmm. just kind of what's been useful in different ways my favorite to use and what i love to scroll through is instagram yeah i feel like instagram is a good mix because you can connect with people um like twitter like you like you said i connect with a lot of blog readers or podcast listeners yeah. or um bloggers that i follow yeah. and it's kind of like the behind the scenes mm-hmm of life but without being too like there's no status it's just pictures so right. it's like a cute little glimpse into yeah all these people's lives and that's kind of what I try to use it for too mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of how it's best used really mm-hmm. um yeah so I just really I like yeah. that photography aspect of it yeah. and me too the documentation kind of that way and yeah. that's my favorite probably um my least favorite this is tricky. Twitter feels like work to me, mm-hmm. which is good. Mm-hmm. And really when I'm doing it consistently, I really do like it because that's probably where I get the most connections and opportunities yeah. from where I'm just like, wow, that's, you know, know, somebody tweeted that out. That's awesome. Or I actually have this conversation going on. And so, but it just does feel like a lot of work yeah. and a lot to sift through. Right. And Facebook just can get very annoying. Yeah. Even though I love, you know, I love keeping in touch with family and friends back home and, but like, I mean, there's just a lot of it's so, dramatic it's status so updates. It's so inundated and, now, too. It used to be, you know, it seems like it did used to be just primarily what people are up to. And, mm-hmm. like, that's where ev- all your friends were sharing their photos. Mm-hmm. And now it just is articles that i probably never going to click yes. on, you know. Yes videos i'm not a big video watcher so i probably won't Mm -hmm. and then there's so many ads and so it just kind of just feels a lot more like junk lately and less what people are really up to like i find i'm really drawn to when someone just puts like a two sentence status like Mm -hmm. it used to be like i'm like oh that stands out now because there's so many ads and gifts Mm -hmm. and like funny little you know and people sharing from other people Mm -hmm. just yeah i don't know it kind of has um that's been one that I find myself not feeling like I'm getting quite as much for. Although I will say that Facebook, um, within the past year since becoming a mother, I've actually used the private Facebook groups. Yes. That has been awesome. I have found a lot of support Mm -hmm. in that way. And I don't know if you're maybe members, uh, members of some, I don't really think I was in like even just any, for our book club. We yeah, our book club has one now. And, exactly. And right. it's great because, you know, just about everyone is on it. So you mm-hmm. know that that's a way you can get everyone mm-hmm. without having to have some separate account. And then with the mom groups that I'm in, um, it's just really nice to have that forum where you can just put a question out mm-hmm. and you almost know that at 
almost any time of the day or night, there'll be someone yes. to either offer yes. some advice or at least some comfort. Yeah. And so, so I have found it really useful in that way. So yeah. I think if you kind of use it in the right way, mm-hmm. um, that you really can get some connection and kind yeah. of some support there. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite is definitely Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like you said, um, I just love that it's a little snapshot of someone's day and I can get to see their different world, mm-hmm. you know, just, it's just people. like creative too. Like yeah. it kind of forces people to be a little creative. Exactly. And... See different people's perspective mm-hmm. and how they captured things different ways. And, um, yeah, just that it isn't, you know, ads and opinions and it's just kind of a little like oh this is what you're this is what you're up to I have noticed it's been interesting there are some people and there's actually someone that I follow she actually stopped blogging this year Mm -hmm. and I almost feel like she's keeping up her blog through Instagram yeah a lot of people are talking about that like kind of like micro blogging yeah especially if they were photo heavy right on their blog Mm -hmm. right and she'll post sometimes pretty long uh, you know, statuses on it. So you really do practically mm-hmm. get a little blog post. So that's just kind of something interesting and it'll mm-hmm. be interesting to see how that changes um, over time. I, so the other one, I actually, I do really love Pinterest. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is the organization that I had been dreaming of since right. I was a teenager, right. like ripping out magazine photos oh, and totally. pasting them into my journals, yes. you know? Yes. And so I love that. And I, you know, I, I, mostly try to just pin things Mm -hmm. and not scroll too much. And I also try to really be cognizant that when I see a really amazing house and recipe, Mm -hmm. it's like someone whose full-time job it is to decorate or to cook. Or to even take that picture, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So um, that kind of helps me not get too overwhelmed by by Pinterest. Because definitely at first it was like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So let's see. So you know, both using social media, um, you know, to connect with, um, friends, family, blog readers. How do you, how do you stay present in real mm, life and mm-hmm. keep living? Isn't your that life? like the big yes. million dollar question yes. and the guilt, the new exactly. mom guilt is like, Oh, exactly. I'm on my phone too much. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think that, um, I think it's just a good general rule to like, like anything else, never ignore people in front of you for people on a screen, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's just, it, that's just about being polite, yeah. right? And right. I think that, but I think it's really easy to do. I mean, I'm sure we've all had conversations with our spouses. Like, can you just put your phone down? Yeah, exactly. Or, Did you hear anything that I just said? <laughs> yeah, like, and you don't even realize you're doing it because it's kind of an extension of you. But totally. that's kind of a good rule of thumb mm-hmm. I try to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think something else too, especially with Instagram is trying being cognizant of trying to take a few pictures mm-hmm. at the beginning of something or or at the end or whatever an event and then post them later worry about them later yeah don't make a big deal about them because what I see happening and this is just one of my other pet peeves mm-hmm. with like family or groups of friends where it turns into like a photo shoot yeah <laughs> and it's like this is not prom you right. know and it's <laughs> kind of ruining the moment like it's a great dinner let's can we just take you know, one quick selfie or one quick picture of the food and then enjoy enjoy the dinner dinner. because it feels so contrived and posed Mm -hmm. at a certain point where like looking at it to see what it turned out. Oh, no, no, I need to take another one. And I'm like, this This is just, this has lost all fun at this point. So I think that's something to keep in mind too, that I try to avoid. Yeah, for sure. We've been, um, Chris and I, we've been trying to follow a rule that when we get home from work, we put our phones down like in our room or on Mm -hmm. our dresser you know, until Dash goes to bed Mm -hmm. because it can be, you know, we try to be really conscious of not being on our phones when he's awake. And I mean, we should be more conscious of that just when it's me and Chris Mm -hmm. too, but that kind of helps us. So we try to do that and try to, yeah, put them down on the weekends. And then I think like you said too, just being cognizant so many times I'll start to do something and think, oh, I should snap a picture. Mm -hmm. I should Instagram this. And sometimes I consciously decide not right to do that because it's just like no I'm just gonna enjoy mm-hmm. this for mm-hmm. what I'm doing it for you know actually the other morning I it was a really nice morning and I went out on the front porch just to kind of like stretch and do some yoga I, I was the weird lady doing oh, yoga on the, on the front, front porch. porch I wish I would have seen that that would have been a good neighborhood news <laughs> it totally <story>. was because <laughs> This is really funny. It was really early, like five, um, but I was wearing my bathrobe over my pajamas, so I wasn't even wearing like yoga, yoga outfit. 
<laughs> I'm curious why you chose the front yard just because instead of the back. I know. Well, I don't. It's just like so nice. <laughs> I don't know. Like our front porch is so nice. You do have it. Yes. You have a nice and little I, sitting area. So there. anyway, I don't know why I just like the front porch. <laughs> it just felt right. I just wanted to go with it. So it probably would have been awesome if I Instagrammed a picture of me doing yoga in my bathroom. Yeah, that actually would have been awesome. I know. Maybe I can recreate it. <laughs> um, but anyway, but yeah, I just had this momentary thought, but then I was like, no, I right. just... I just wanted to free stretch right and now. be outside mm-hmm. in my bathroom. That's awesome. <laughs> um, I do think like the reverse side of that too is I think um, as a blogger and as so many like moms in particular mm-hmm. are bloggers, I feel like there's this, I feel like a lot of your job really happens on social media yeah, and a whole aspect of marketing and branding mm-hmm. and everything else. And so I think sometimes I read a blog post about like, I'm okay with, my baby seeing me with my computer Mm -hmm. or I'm okay. Mm -hmm. Like seeing me working, seeing me interested in something other than them and having Uh my own interests and my Mm -hmm. own, you know, and, and not to the point of ignoring obviously, but that we shouldn't feel like completely guilty for even picking up our phone to answer an email or whatever perspective. Yeah. And then I just, I also do think that especially things like Instagram, if you use them the right way can actually open up opportunities Mm -hmm. and like, you might do something or notice the beauty in something that mm-hmm. you wouldn't before, yeah. you know, like just a drop of water on a plant mm-hmm. or whatever that, mm-hmm. that is a good photo op that right. you might not have take, taken time to notice. Mm-hmm. And then, then just the opportunities. Um, like I wrote my book because of Twitter Yeah, because an author that I follow tweeted about the opportunity right. and like that wouldn't have happened without mm-hmm. that. So I think that that's awesome. There is redeeming qualities to it. Yes. It's always this like catch 22. Yeah. It's, it's a balance. And, um, something sometimes that I will do with Twitter, um, I mean, sometimes I'll schedule some tweets that will, you know, be sharing someone else's work mm-hmm. or be sharing an older blog post so that I can have a presence. And then I'll try to just, you know, once a day or every other day be active on Twitter, like connecting with people in real time and sharing things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of maintaining that presence, but but balancing it, mm-hmm. you know, or I'll just watch like if someone tweets me, then I'll, you know, be pretty quick to respond. Right. But I don't need to be on all day long right. knowing everything that's going it's on. It's like real life, right? Like you, yeah. don't, you don't just sit in one place all day waiting for someone to come along exactly. and talk to you or like, <laughs> yeah. what am I missing out on? I mean, you, some people do, I guess, but right. you make yourself crazy. Like right. you kind of have to think of it that same way. Like this is the time I'm going to be here. Exactly. And this is the kinds of things I'm going to share with mm-hmm. these kinds of people. And mm-hmm. this is my tribe kind of. Yeah. And, yeah. I really like yeah. that. I like that. Uh, so, so with the summer heat coming up, oh. we'll be, we'll be sharing that all over social You'll media. You'll hear lots of whining. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we've even already had some hundred degree plus days. We sure which have. Is just, it's just icky. So how are you feeling about this? Um, <sighs> You know, I'm trying to be positive. Okay, and trying. Yeah, you know, I we kicked it off with a pool party, like yeah, right away I think to that's just the embrace way to do it. the summer mm-hmm. and get that tan going yep. and just just roll with it. So okay, all right. <laughs> uh, we've definitely been talking about the impending summer heat. I think actually since the first episode. Oh, for way sure. Back like in January. January. <laughs> we were dreading it. Back it's then. been on our it's been on our <laughs> minds, but it's it's getting real now. Um, we live in in the desert of Arizona. Yes. In case you're new to the uh, yes, podcast, where it gets, we will have. Um, like multiple days on end where it will be above 110 degrees. Yes. And it will like 117 is about, that's like about as hot the, as it gets. Hot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> oh, real hot. Um, okay. So uh, we're going to try to be positive about all this, but you know, okay. Maybe just for like one minute, can we just get out? Like what's the worst the about worst the part heat? about summer here? Yeah. The car. Yeah. Getting in and out of the car. I think so. Cause I get to park in a, in a garage at work. Uh-huh. Thank goodness. I, mm-hmm. it wasn't always the case for me. Um, so that's nice. But then, yeah, if you're running errands on the weekends, oh, man. you, you're you, just drenched. You can't cool down no, no. matter like no. your AC is on full blast. You, mm-hmm. you're not cool. That's really down. the worst part because you get ready to go somewhere yeah. usually. Right. And then you instantly sweat. Cause the car is probably even like 10 degrees warmer than it is right. outside. Right. So, 
that really is the worst part is in and out of the car. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. And you know, I think also for me, and I'm starting to realize it's that I just don't spend as much time outside. Yeah. And I you get a little claustrophobic. Yeah. I think that it, I don't realize how much that affects me until mm-hmm. the heat breaks and I start being outside mm-hmm. some more. And it's like, oh, I was missing this. Like my soul just needs this. Yes. So you need, the pool makes a big difference with that. Yeah. You really need to come over and take advantage. I will okay. invite you over more this year. Okay. Fine. Cause that, cause you can be outside then and right. you're comfortable most yeah. of the summer. I mean, when it's I know. 118, you're still not in like direct sun. But right. Right. Then you do like night swims and it's lovely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's the ticket. So, <laughs> uh, okay. So, so, uh, with the pool. Yes. <laughs> Swimsuit season is upon us, friends. Yeah, ours starts earlier than other people's, <laughs> yeah. doesn't it? Isn't that lovely? Everyone else is Everyone's like, like oh, oh, get your bikini body. And better, I'm like, yep, I getting, already needed it's mine. Like, that is two months ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so swimsuits. Let's talk about Let's it. Let's just get it out there. Yeah. So I have a funny thing related to that. Okay. My friend uh, Jess texted me uh-huh. like two weeks ago, knowing that this pool party was coming up. And she says, the text just says, so how many days exactly do we have until thighs are out? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I was like, I should call like the first pool party of every year, thighs out 2014. Exactly. I love it. Yeah. So I, mean, I mean, okay, this is the thing. And I think just as I'm like getting older, I don't know, maybe I'm becoming more modest. I mean, a bathing suit is wearing your underwear in front of your friends. Totally. And, and, and people that you don't know. Totally. Why is this mm-hmm. okay? I know. The rest of the year, it's not okay. Exactly. And then it exactly. is suddenly. I know. It is really, it's a very strange thing. And might I add, yes. uh, Victoria and her secret oh. is not keeping anything <laughs> secret, any actually. Secrets. Because like now the new style is bottom butt cleavage, like <gasps> half of the bottom of your butt hanging out of a, a swimsuit. Do, do not and I have that problem anyways, <laughs> because I have a large rear end and so i'm like all right can i find something that just cover just covers just you know i know and even like when it's like full coverage i'm like no no that's not full coverage yeah extra full coverage (laughs) (laughs) okay so what about what about tips for buying a bathing suit okay here here's what i'm discovering okay i'm a very curvy girl Mm -hmm. and you cannot just be going to target no and buying a swimsuit no I have found bottoms there that I've liked before, but okay. I think, I think as a grown woman, we have to get past the point of like, I, I can so. just run to Target and get exactly. a matching swimsuit. Like, I think so. Or that I am necessarily going to buy the matching top and matching bottom. Mm-hmm. Like you may need to be different sizes. Right. You probably need like a bra sized top. Yeah. And so that's my number one tip is okay. to get over the idea that you're just going to walk in and buy something right. off the rack. Okay. So I have, I have a suit that I like from, um, Popina, I oh, think it's called. I'm not sure how you say that. Is that online? Or? Yeah, it's online. And I think it's like based out of Portland or something, but okay. then they have an online storefront and they have a bunch of different brands and stuff, but kind of vintage inspired. I'm oh. finding that works well for me mm-hmm. because they tend to be more coverage because mm-hmm. they're a little old fashioned looking, but yeah. then you kind of just work with what you've got. Like mm-hmm. I've got curves. And so it it's like, all right, I'm just going to embrace it and mm-hmm. do like, you yeah. know, when curvier women were in, this is what they wore. Right. And so... I'm kind of um, liking to go that route okay. and I just like look that. online. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay. How about uh, you? Well, you brought you brought up an interesting about the, you know, like the matching swimsuits. How mm-hmm. do you feel about matching versus unmatching swimsuits? Let me let me tell you the swimsuit that I am rocking this year. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. I got a new top. I got a I went with a tankini this mm-hmm. year. It's from Title Nine, mm-hmm. which um, I've been, which I'm really happy with. Uh, they, um, you know, you can buy, like you put in, you can put in your bra size mm-hmm. and they'll recommend some different tops for you. And they seem to have pretty good coverage. Okay. So the top is like, uh, I wore it this weekend at your pool party. Oh, yeah. Like a you te- had a very cute suit Like then. a teal uh, color, mm-hmm. but then like black outlines of flowers or some kind of pattern and then lime green straps. The bottoms are from a year or two ago, navy blue with white sailboats. Yeah, I'm all about the mix and match. <laughs> I thought it looked super cute. Okay. Yeah. It's so random. I cool. was like. <laughs> I think because it just is so, I mean, just, just wear whatever matter. works well together. Yeah. I think so. I'm just mm-hmm. like, whatever. The, it fits. Right. Just going with it. Right. 
Exactly. But one thing I have liked to do in the past is to find uh, just black mm-hmm. bikini bottoms mm-hmm. and then like get a new top every year. Yeah. Or just have a couple of yeah. tops so you can kind of rotate. Yeah. Through. And with us owning the pool, like I feel like I get a lot of wear out of my right. swimsuits. And if I'm going to be in the pool all weekend, mm-hmm. the same swimsuit, I just, you know, maybe like needing a washing by the end right. of it. So I try to do that too. Like I'll get a couple basic bottoms mm-hmm. that would go with a couple tops and mm-hmm. like you know mix and match them that way so yeah yeah, I think that's a good strategy I think um the other and actually this was on like a very early episode of the joy the baker podcast I think they Mm -hmm. talked about it um they talked about uh ordering swimsuits from online like a few different sizes yes if you haven't ordered from there before or you know going to a store and buying a few different sizes do not try it on there no under the fluorescent lights like with your underwear no. still tucked tucked in underneath no one looks good like that's that. not gonna be cute no, no matter what with the little can we speak about the little like no sticker no we can't just <laughs> i just stop. i have to say just, it i'm like covering my face <laughs> <laughs> the sticker panty liner that the is doing hygienic sticker. Oh, the oh, not God. hygienic sticker. That's why you got to try it on at home. Yeah. Cannot deal with that. So anyway, um, bring it home. Uh, maybe have a glass of wine. Yeah. And like <laughs> feeling confident. Get the lighting just exactly, right. And exactly. then have a swimsuit fashion show. I like that for sure. Cause it is, I mean, you're bound to be angry and disappointed oh, if you try it on yeah. in the dressing room. Okay, so this year, um, I got that tankini top like I told you, and then the bottoms that I ordered were on back order. I think they should get here maybe this week. Um, I'm trying out the boy shorts, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm kind of feeling nervous about it because it seems like a great idea when you see it on the stick thin model. Yeah. Like most things. Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> it looks like great coverage. Right, like it makes right. her legs look so slim. Uh huh. Cause they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then I just started thinking about what's going to happen when I put them on and I'm pretty sure that the length of them is designed to end right at the thickest point of my thigh, which <laughs> right. I think is See, not a good problem. idea. I know. I'm like, oh, that's more coverage, but, but it's why going are to we cut my already accentu- short chubby legs off <laughs> why are even we more. Accentuating? Exactly. Why are we drawing attention to right here? Exactly. So I feel like what might happen is that I might put them on, become, become ridiculously angry, <laughs> yell out, did a man design these? <laughs> and fling them across the room. <laughs> That's usually how about how it goes. Yep, exactly. So anyway, I'll report back. But All right. I, I'm like kind of have. Shorts. I'm kind of having some buyer's remorse, nervousness about them. But anyway, right. I know there's no happy medium. It's those that are hitting oh. you at like the saddlebag, or, or just all butt. Yeah, just butt, just butt out. <laughs> butt out i mean come on this is not i've already got the boobs out i don't need the butt out too it's ridiculous conceal anything exactly oh okay so this is kind of related you were wearing a really cute um dress um at your party so i want to talk about swimsuit cover-ups oh yes let's okay this is something that i cannot figure out because uh, how do you get around like just undressing in front of everyone yes what we do, do it do the way do? I had. I I am very strategic about this. Okay, okay. tell me because I'm because I just it's like, just awkward no matter what, I just right? Like, like I you lift it up and like the whole I swimsuit know. comes with. Or it's just like, I mean, essentially, I'm like taking off my shirt and what you see is my bra. I know we're calling it a swimsuit top, but it's my bra. Just because it's quick dry does not mean it's not my bra. God, it's so weird. Okay, tell, it is so tell weird. Tell me. So, I am a fan of. For this purpose, okay, the like tube top type maxi dress, okay, yeah, that's what you because it covers this the thighs, uh-huh. yeah, like these little short things. I'm like, please, no, that is where I actually want to cover. <laughs> I'm not going to be wearing my husband's shirt around the pool. <laughs> Thank you very much. So, yeah, I found it at Target. I think they they usually have them, and it's it had really good like the whole top is elastic, not just like the right. very exactly, yeah. And so it actually like offers a little more support to mm-hmm. the girls as well mm-hmm. because the halter top swimsuit is not going to cut it on right. its own. No. For the, you know, for walking around. So then the nice part about that too is it quickly slides down and quickly slides back up when okay. you want to put it back up and okay, there's no so, like awkward lifting over the head. Okay, so you're just like all of a sudden it's like in a flash like, "Wait, oh, yeah. I thought Erica was just wearing a dress, but now she's wearing a nope. suit." <laughs> Bloop in the pool before you can look at my thighs too closely. <laughs> Okay, so I need the strapless. I think dress. that's the I way think to I go. I have too many parts. I was wearing yes. a shirt and also like a maxi yes. skirt. Got to yeah. get quicker. 
It's got to get, and like anything, if you have to pull it over your head, it's just not cute. It's just awkward too. And things are going to get maladjusted right. and it's just not going <laughs> to be good. Okay. This is good. And then, and then when it's hot enough, I just get in the pool up mm-hmm. to my neck uh-huh. and I say, Hey, <laughs> this is what it is. You're going to have to look at me from getting out of the pool to my cover up and it's my pool. So if you don't like it, you could go to my pool. Exactly. <laughs> and I just, I actually moving here, which is kind of weird, but Moving here where it's just so hot that like you don't care at a certain point has helped me get over a lot of insecurity because I'm like, okay, yes, I would like to be more comfortable Mm -hmm. in a swimsuit. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, I'm not going to sweat my ass off because I refuse to get in the pool. Like this is ridiculous. Right. You're not going to enjoy your pool or enjoy the summer. Mm -hmm. There was something funny how it's almost like the more that you just are in your suit or Mm -hmm. just like you're like, okay, like. Right. That's fine. Right. And I think too, people, people are going to notice your insecurity more than they're going to notice your thighs. Like yeah. nobody cares about your thighs. They're thinking right. about their own thighs. Exactly. And exactly. They're just glad that you gave them a cocktail and a pool to swim in. Like that's how I feel I about so. it now. So <laughs> I think so. I'm trying to adopt that philosophy. Plus I'm like, you know what? I don't want to feel, I don't want to be 70 mm-hmm. and feel like, I, you know, or have my kids telling stories about how mom never got in the pool because totally. she was self-conscious mm-hmm. and Mm-hmm. send those messages to them about their yeah. bodies or whatever like yeah. you know what everybody's got a different body everybody's mm-hmm. got their things mm-hmm. and so but everyone can get in the pool exactly exactly <laughs> okay preferably so- up to your neck <laughs> right. uh, okay so besides living in the pool how, yes. how else are we going to survive this Ooh, summer boy oh boy let's talk about well it. i think like you said taking advantage of morning and nighttime hours yes when the weather calms down a little yeah. bit the sun is away. Yeah, that's one of mine really. It's actually kind of weird. I actually almost enjoy exercising, like going out for a run in the summer, in the mornings. There's something about like, okay, if it's going to be hot, then I just want to get fully sweaty. Right, and like just, you earned it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It does. It makes you feel like you work so hard. And it's and actually a few summers ago, I tried hot yoga for the first time. Oh, I don't know about this. And I did it in the middle of the summer. <laughs> that's so crazy. So it's like 115 outside. And then you go into this room that's like, you know, whatever, 105, but humid. But then when you come out into the 110 it's degree like refreshing. heat. Yeah, you're like, it feels pretty good out here. <laughs> That's so funny. I don't know. There's almost something where it's just like, I just want to like really embrace the heat. Like that makes, fine. It does make sense though because I feel like part of the summer here especially because your sweat will evaporate and will actually yes. cool you down. Yes. I feel like once you get past the idea that you're just going to sweat, mm-hmm. it, you're actually more comfortable because you're just I mentally think, over it. Like, yeah. okay, I'm out to dinner. And I'm just going to sweat. Right. Because even in the air conditioning, it's going to be warm. Like, exactly. You know. Marty married. So. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, I think once you kind of embrace it and just mm-hmm. go all in, it doesn't yeah. bother you quite as much. I think that's why I like it. Then I'm in my workout clothes. Mm-hmm. I'm like supposed to be sweaty. And it's like, fine. Let's just do this. Let's do this. <laughs> Dehydrate right now. Exactly. You're okay. taking sweater. You're taking clothes off right now. Just thinking really, about it. I'm starting to get really warm. <laughs> um, okay. So what else? Um, something else I am a fan of mm-hmm. is the summer uniform of a maxi dress and big earrings. And that's it. Oh, which that's is it. Uh, that's like, I'm wearing what it you're today. wearing right mm-hmm. now. I've already started. Approve. Because it's like, it's cool. Yeah. It's easy. Yep. Who wants to fuss with the, you know, outfit with layers and everything. Mm-mm. And then I don't want a necklace around my neck. Mm-hmm. It's hot and it just sticks and looks weird anyways. Right. So I put big earrings on. Okay. Hair up the end okay mm-hmm. i think you're going to be seeing me wear a lot of this <laughs> I, I like it uh yeah i have maxi dresses on my list too i think i only started wearing them last summer because i had this perception it was like so much fabric like i just th- mm-hmm. thought it seemed really hot but it's not it's not it's wonderful and it's so much better than um than shorts because when you sit down then yes. shorts can be really uncomfortable yes. when you sit down agreed i don't know get sweaty things stick to things yeah mm-hmm. it's not good no Okay, I like that. Um, I think something else we like to do, which I feel like people don't do enough mm-hmm. here in Arizona, especially, is escape up into the mountains. Oh yes, even Get if it's just out. for a day, like it's a completely different climate with yes. pine trees and twenty degrees at least oh, cooler, and it's an hour and a half away. Yes. So I feel like the people that are really like, I'm ready to move because of this heat. Right. Whenever I talk to them, they never do stuff like right. that. And it, we try to do to, that. So. You just have to get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you said, just a day or an overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that that has, whenever we've done that, 
you just come, you just come back and you're like, okay, I can, yeah. I can keep going. Like, I think because in the middle of the summer, it feels like you will never be cool again. Yes. It feels like you're going to sweat for the rest of your life. Yes. Like. You forget what regular temperatures feel Yes. Like. And I think it's the length. I think it's not even so much the temperature as the fact that you know it's going to go on. Just goes on and For on. longer than an average summer. Exactly. Yeah. When everyone else is starting to talk about pumpkin mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> we are not when that we pump- have to manufacture when that pumpkin fall. spice latte comes out it is still 100 we, degrees yeah oh we totally have to drink it iced <laughs> oh my god we have to yes it's not ready it's not ready to be drank no. yet so uh, that another thing one more thing we'd like to do and we're mm-hmm. trying to gonna be very conscious of this year is mm-hmm. vacations even oh. just little ones but yeah. like basically anywhere is cooler than here yep. that time of year. Yep. And so like, we're going to go to Key West mm-hmm. for a long weekend. Cause Mr. Ladd will be in that area for work uh-huh. and probably back to Wisconsin one time in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Those are just like little yeah. things to look forward to. Right. You right. know, just like getting a break right. from the heat here. So yeah, I really like that. Um, I feel like too, in the summer, you don't want to be using your stove and oven very much. Mm-mm. So either grill, um, but there also comes a point where it's like too hot at dinner right. time to do that. So, you know, salads, yes. just easy dinners. Mm-hmm. You don't feel like eating anything really heavy. Um, I'd really like to get into making more, more of my own popsicles. That's a great idea. I feel like in the summer, like normally I want some kind of like ice cream or mm-hmm. baked good. But in the summer, I start to just want something just so light and refreshing. Like fruity and cold. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Usually I don't go as much for like the fruity desserts, but in the summer is I when, agree. Yeah. That really hits the spot. You know what's really good um, what? is just to get a big thing of frozen mango. Oh, I have a it, bag of that in yeah, my freezer. Yeah. It thaws quickly enough that you can eat it like a popsicle, like leave it out for like oh, a minute. Really? And then it's still frozen, but it's not like rock hard Ooh. frozen because of, because of mango's texture and you can gotcha. eat it. Like oh, I've never tried that before. Mm-hmm. That's what I've been doing lately. Oh, that sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. Well, besides mango. <laughs> besides mango. <laughs> what are you obsessed with lately? I brought my little obsession I know. With. And do you, do you know about this? I've heard of this. Okay. But I think I can't remember what it is. So I'm really excited okay. that we're going to talk about it. So my it. hairdresser told me about this. Okay. She's she's changed my life in many wonderful ways. Yeah. Um, so she, I always would compliment on like some new shade of lip gloss that she had or her makeup or whatever. Okay. And she's like, Oh, thanks. I got it in my birch box. And so birch box, if you don't know, is a monthly subscription. It's $10 a month, but you can cancel or, you know, cancel it at any time. Mm -hmm. Um, and it just comes out automatically of your account and they send you, a little box every month mm-hmm. with like samples and some full size mm-hmm. objects of like higher end beauty products. Oh, so it's a great way to just like ten dollars a month. I know because I think about That's it, I probably really waste ten dollars a month trying something like something that I grab full size at Target or Walgreens or whatever, and I'm like, uh. And it's never as high end as like the stuff right. that they send either. Right. Where it's like if I try it, like my Moroccan oil, mm-hmm. if I tried that in a birch box, I would realize how great it is and right. then be willing to spend the money on it. Yeah. But you're not spending money on it. No, it's something yeah. that you're really gonna use. I feel like especially for I mean, you've seen my makeup bag. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> you need, I feel like you need birch box. <laughs> this is why I brought it. So the other thing I really love is they come in these cute little boxes. It every is adorable. Month. And I feel like that's perfect for, you know, like yeah. coming around Christmas regifting. Right. Because like it's just it just is like a craft paper box mm-hmm. and it says birch box in the middle and you could totally just cover that with mm-hmm. a card or mm-hmm. a Tag. Oh, it's so cute inside and then inside is always like it's always different pattern and different paper tissue paper very very cute. and so then they just give you like a little is um, this this month's yeah this is this month's oh. they give you like this one is a little more information about one of the products but then they give you like a rundown card of what everything is okay uh, i've never there are so many of these subscription services yeah. now and i haven't so like this this month's for example is some um, really nice shampoo and conditioner. Now I already have my favorite kind, but I'll save it for travel sure. or or I put it in my little. Can um, I smell this? Yeah, <laughs> I put it in my little house guest. Oh yeah, baskets. Ooh, it smells really good. Yeah. So that's kind of cute, and then they have it's kind of always goes with the season too. So like this is oh. a um, environmental repair plus radical recovery after sun lotion, mm-hmm. like moisturizer. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a eight in one power serum. 
mm-hmm. like an aging, anti-aging kind of thing. Have you um, gotten anything that you've gone on to buy full oh, yes. size? Yeah. Like what are some They sent like products? a kind bar. Oh, And yeah. I had never tried that. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's like this is a, this one too, they have like a vitamin mm-hmm. sample for women. Mm-hmm. Um, but they sent a kind bar and I'm like, that is amazing. And mm-hmm. it's all natural. Right. I was looking for a granola bar like that in yeah. my life. Mm-hmm. But then they send like full size stuff too. Like this is a pixie um shea butter lip balm which is Ooh. like a bright pink shade that i wouldn't necessarily tried but mm-hmm. it was like oh that's kind of cute for mm-hmm. a pop of color perfect and it's a good way to try it and then there's like a um they send like special promotional stuff mm-hmm. so that 25 dollars off of a kate spade mm-hmm. thing something and then they give you the information on on each product mm-hmm. and like how much the full size is and you can buy mm-hmm. the full size on their website gotcha that's and really then, cute yeah and then the other thing i sent um this is why it's my really solidified as my obsession lately Mm -hmm. is they have like special offers. Like for mother's day, they had a box that was like a set price, but it was bigger stuff and more stuff. And it was like a specially curated mother's day box. And so I sent that to each of the moms and they loved it. Cause it was all a little, you know, cute. I was going to say, it seems like that would be a really nice gift or even, you know, I don't know, but like sending a friend like three Mm -hmm. months or something like that. Yeah. You can gift the subscription too. So I just, it's kind of a fun little way to pamper yourself. And yeah, little something to look forward to yes Mm -hmm. so that's my current obsession okay i love it uh well mine i actually brought mine too oh have you ever had this okay so mine is um this strawberry licorice i get it at trader joe's it says it's um australia's so australian listeners maybe you can yeah maybe you can uh let us know if this is a true australian candy australia's daryl lee strawberry licorice it says full flavored the way licorice used to be. I don't know. Do you like licorice? I do like licorice. Because I am like a big fan. And um, so I'm trying to like black licorice even. You know what? I usually don't. But actually, I want to try this mm. brand. I know. I want to try this brand because I feel like like they would have a good tasting black licorice. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. It's, I totally have it's a mouthful. These, yeah, it's these little like short stumpy cylinders. I really, I just like the shape of it. And then it's like. It's a really good texture. Yes, it's like soft, chewy, like it's easy to bite into. It doesn't feel rubbery like Twizzlers mm-hmm. might. And then there's like, I mean, it, it doesn't taste like a real strawberry, but it's kind of more subtle. Mm-hmm. And But then there's this little like kick of sweetness or mm-hmm. something at the end. It's like really hard to stop eating it. I don't know. You might need another <laughs> I might because it also goes really well with a rhubarb oh, yes, martini. It does. Now like, it's like, like a strawberry throw a, cu- rhubarb throw a couple martini. of those in there and stir them around. Yeah, it's like I feel like it's the texture, kind of a texture between a Twizzler and like a red vine. Oh, yeah. But less, way less fakey tasting. Right. Yes. I yeah. like it. I'm going to have another. So it's, talk amongst yourself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is really good. Okay. So yeah, it comes in this little, this little box. Um, and. Um, Chris brought home two boxes from Trader mm-hmm. Joe's because we have to do this like um, around Christmas time when the candy cane JoJo's mm-hmm. we have oh, to man. get separate boxes because he'll eat all of his <laughs> by like Monday and I will savor mine like two per day mm-hmm. for the whole week. So anyway, we got separate boxes. We'd finished one box, I think probably like by Monday. And he was <laughs> like, you got to take this other one to work. Like this is not good. But I brought this home from work so that we could. It's pretty amazing. It. It's really good. And they're like the part perfect little chewy size i know it's really hard to stop once you start yeah put the lid put the lid on immediately i'm gonna gonna put i'm gonna put these to the side so anyway this is something that i'll kind of like forget about it and then i'll remember it again and we'll just like binge oh totally like you rediscover your love exactly Mm -hmm. yeah so i'm obsessed with that those are really good um okay some uh some neighborhood news yeah um let's see okay i have two i have two quick things uh, one met a new neighbor when he helped me fix my trash can. Excellent. I know. Tell me more about okay. this. Okay. Uh, somehow the lid to my trash can got knocked off when they were like mm-hmm. picking up our trash a couple weeks ago, and I could not figure out how to get it back on. I know it seems so. And it like hinges. Ours like hinge yeah, it open. Hinges. And, yeah. And I don't know. There was just this weird thing. Like it has these um, like the parts that come out on either end and like you'd put one in, but then it wouldn't fit on the other. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was kind of like messing with it. And this neighbor was checking his mail, which is across from our house. And he saw me messing with it. And then he just came over and was like, oh, can I help you with that? And 
we it took a long time and finally we figured out he was like oh this cap you need to take this cap off so that you can put one end in and then the other and I was like oh probably like a screwdriver okay Mm -hmm. I can do that you know Mm -hmm. I was just like oh I can take it and he's like well do you have a screwdriver and I said yeah and he was like well go get it let's do this right now Mm -hmm. so it was really nice that is nice he lives at the at the end of the street that way next to the park okay so anyway I'd never met him before uh other how neighborly of him it was really neighborly Mm -hmm. like he really spent like kind of a while Mm -hmm. where I was you know like oh I can do it but he was like really determined I really (laughs) admire that I do too I wanted to see a job well done um okay then our um uh new friend down the street mr vodka on the rocks uh-huh. mr vodka on the rocks i like that <laughs> he stopped by and brought us some green tomatoes from his yard and the cornmeal to make fried green tomatoes and oh. told us how to make them this is like the best this guy <laughs> is know. the best it was so it was just it was just so sweet That's that is just so sweet like and the thoughtful. best yeah just the and best. fried green tomatoes like so i know like old-fashioned and neighborly and yeah. like makes me want to watch the movie yeah and i love it and he had he has my phone number so mm-hmm. he had called me and said that he wanted to stop by and you know he's asking well you know do you have any cornmeal and i was like i'm not sure if i do all i'll bring that do you have any eggs and i was like yeah i definitely have eggs but he totally would have brought down an egg so cute <laughs> so anyway uh yeah pretty cute so there was like some nice neighborly stuff yeah. going on okay so the next thing you had a pool party on I sure Saturday. Did. I sure did. I but kept you there, awake, probably. But there was a competing party down the there street, was. <laughs> which was there awesome. Was. So we had some friends in town from Wisconsin, and we were like, you know, it's been a long, hard winter for them. Yep. It's mm-hmm. a great excuse to have totally. the first pool party this season. Yeah, and great. it was fabulous. We got it was fabulous. Joe's Barbecue, which mm-hmm. is local here and delicious, and um, just had a really great turnout and, you know, big kids and little kids, mm-hmm. and it was a really good time. Um, and then I was worried cause then it, you know, it was going in later into the night mm-hmm. and people were boisterous and, uh-huh. um, I was worried, but then I realized throughout the day that there was actually a competing party who had mariachi music uh-huh. and like there was a trumpet involved at and some point And their party in time. was in their garage, like and in their front yard. Yes, yeah. So it was like, it was right. just out there. So for sure, like nobody really could complain about our party no. unless they were going to complain about both. No. And so it was like perfect timing. <laughs> exactly. We should have combined the two parties <laughs> and met know. some neighbors. And actually it was awesome because um, some friends of ours came over after your party and they had put their son to bed here mm-hmm. and we hung out for a while. Mm-hmm. And then they were leaving. So, um, you know, I went to help them get out the front door. And just when I opened my front door, the music just like flooded in. That's like awesome. it was so loud. Like I could hear yes. nothing of your party next door and right. everything. Oh, yeah. Because there was party. like live instruments. Yes. Like I, at some point, like I had thought, oh, we turned the music off because I was like, okay, it's getting to the point right. where we probably need to turn the outside music off. And then I still heard something and I'm like, did, did someone turn it back <laughs> right. on? Like what's going on? And then I realized it was like a live trumpet player yeah, down the street. It was awesome. I'm mm-hmm. not sure of the occasion because I've never noticed them I having a party before. But it was quite the affair. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> um, okay, so a last thing that I have, I need to have some awkward conversations with some neighbors. <laughs> I think I need to join you. Yeah. Oh yeah, we did we mm-hmm. did talk about that. Okay, so um so the one that we can both talk to, it's actually Saw Guy. Saw Guy. <laughs> so maybe we need to bring a little something, but so um I I had someone come and look at our trees in the backyard. They just need to be trimmed. Mm-hmm. And Saw Guy has a pretty big tree and it hangs over mm-hmm. our yard and it's kind of like topping out some of our trees. Not mm-hmm. a big issue, but, you know, it's just kind of like, eh, it'd be nice to kind of yeah. get it trimmed back. It's yeah. never been trimmed back since we've been here. So the arborist gave me a quote on that it what it would cost for that to be trimmed back. So I, yeah. feel, I have this awkward, I need to like go over and be like, hey, like, mm-hmm. could you kind of do this sometime soon? Like you could either pay, you know, I'm going to have this guy out and you mm-hmm. could like use him. But anyway, I'm sure. I know we have they, the same and we have like some really tall ones yeah, that go over our pool. Cause, right. Because their backyard is it's against like your backyard both too. Both of our backyards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know we should go over together with brownies so or because, something. Yeah. They have like two or three trees that are mm-hmm. hanging over quite a lot into your mm-hmm. yard. 
they are so nice. I think it's going to be fine. It's yeah. just kind of one of those things that's like hard to just. And they, bring I think they up. already feel like they maybe owe us a few things. So right. <laughs> so, so. Be like ease on in before you know. Right. Exactly. They didn't bring us any more cupcakes yeah. or anything like so that. So we like we actually have a time scheduled to have our trees trimmed. So it's like we kind of oh, gotta okay. go do it. <laughs> but you can you. Like, how does that work legally? Like, you can trim anything that's on your property line anyways, yeah, right? I think so. But I, uh, I guess just it's... just want to give them... Yeah. And it's not that big of a deal. It's $100 for the trimming of their tree. And I sort of feel like I shouldn't pay for it. Right. What do you think? I don't know. Or at least all of it for sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'd be willing to split it or... Right. I don't know. Or, or even like just like... Like, hey, them... I like the shade from that tree, but... Exactly. But maybe, maybe just not, not leaning over my All pool. the overhanging mm-hmm. branches. I agree. Um... And they don't have to do it like right now, but just something like, hey, if you want to hire someone, that's fine. Yeah. Anyway. It is a little awkward, though. It is a little bit, but I think it'll bring us closer together in the end. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So I think it's going to be a good thing. Okay, so my other awkward conversation I need to have is with my neighbor on the other next door neighbor. Uh So I haven't mentioned this on the podcast So it's not Mr. Ladd? It's not my husband? It is not Mr. Ladd, thank goodness. He didn't do anything? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Um, it is okay so on the other side we have our on that side of the fence in that corner of the yard we have our compost Mm -hmm. and we have been noticing noticing that the cement block wall is cracking Mm -hmm. and it's getting pretty bad Mm -hmm. we were thinking that the compost was causing because we water it and it was that it was making the ground soft underneath it that it was right causing like a sink and Mm -hmm. causing the the fence the wall to kind of sink and Mm -hmm. causing the crack so we thought it was on us and we were like oh we got to get the fence fixed we got to like figure out something with our compost well when the arborist was here I didn't even ask him to look at it he just looked over and was like oh man that fence is really cracking that neighbor's tree's roots are really messing up I was like what (laughs) not the compost oh they are (laughs) Nice. So anyway, he said it's that, yeah, there's a tree in his corner of his yard and he said it has uh, very invasive roots mm. and that it's just known to do that. Oh, shoot. So. It's not Hell's Angels though. It's, no, it is not. <laughs> Hell, thank goodness. I, I don't even know what I do. Just put up a sign. <laughs> just wait for it Take to fall down. Take care of your roots so you'll have Hell's Angels <laughs> to deal with. So. Okay, but this is kind of where it's awkward because Chris trying to be like all neighborly a few weeks ago and we never see this neighbor out. It's like kind of weird. Yeah. And it's like we even tried to introduce ourselves before. Like we'll be at the mailbox and <laughs> like I feel like, he's like he's like just getting home from work and we're like, hey, hey, hey. And I feel like the garage door is like going down and we're like, no way. We really want to be You're like go sliding under the garage door. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we haven't like talked with him a lot, but then we randomly saw him out a few weeks ago and I think like Chris was trying to be neighborly and stuff and told him, oh, we've noticed that the wall is cracking. It's our compost. So like Chris has admitted like fault yeah and so now it's gonna be this awkward thing where it's like actually it's on you yeah it's (laughs) not us um anyway so you do you're surrounded by awkward conversations yeah awkward good luck with those what should i do (laughs) do you have any advice (laughs) i don't i don't you're so friendly though it's such a great neighbor it'll be fine it'll work out i'm nervous (laughs) i think and plus like i'm getting nervous about the wall like you can see quite a bit of daylight through it so Mm -hmm. i'm kind of worried about it falling down before we establish which that's way more awkward because then you're just staring at each other awkwardly. It's like, well, you're I'm, broken well, I'm not fixing it. <laughs> I'm not fixing it. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah. that needs to happen soon. Maybe I will take on the tree trimming discussion and I'll assign Chris there to do go. the wall there discussion. Especially since he's the one who already exactly. jumped the gun on admitting. Exactly. That should definitely be on him. Although it will be nice. I think you could just tell the truth in that situation. Not that you were going to lie, but... <laughs> just tell the truth. <laughs> just tell the truth. <laughs> but you could just say like, oh, we thought it was this, but the totally. guy came over and yeah, said totally. it was this. And I did have the certified arborist write down on this piece of certified arborist paper. <laughs> <laughs> so I can use that as my evidence. It's like written on birch bark. <laughs> <I know. laughs> all right well good luck with that let me know how that turns out keep us updated okay 
All right. Well, I think that's all the time we have. So thank you so much for listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. You can find all of our episodes on iTunes. And we'd love for you to leave us a review there if you like the show. And that really helps us just share the show with others. Um, Thank you so much to everyone who has already left a review. We really appreciate it. Yes, we do. The show notes for this episode are on the blog where we will link to this tasty cocktail. and so good. Birchbox and all forms of other obsessions. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we are on Twitter. We are at High Girls Next Door. We love getting your emails too. So send us a question topic we should discuss or a cocktail suggestion. Our email address is highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. Um, and our blog is girlnextdoorpodcast.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. Episode 11, wrap.